welcome to the show that is called Side Character Quest. It is about characters that are on the side. Like when you order a side at a restaurant. And sometimes, <laughs> as you know, when you order sides at a restaurant, the sides mm. can be the best part of a meal. Ah. And this is also a D&D show, if you didn't already know that. Um, but now you know. And my name is Sam. And the show belongs to Ty. And here he is. Okay, Ty, your turn. <laughs> Those are all technically the things that I told you to, to do in the intro. So good job. Good, you did it. Thank you. You did it. Hello and welcome, everybody. Uh, thank you very much, Sam, for doing our, our introduction. Um, how, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> that was one one pregnant pause right there. Uh, how, how, you want to just uh, want to just roll into the show? Um, I suppose that works. That works. Okay. Fade out. And we're gonna do a fade in. You are back home at your farm. Uh, and wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, just roll with it. Roll with it. Um, you are. But wait, how did I get back home? You're just laying in bed. You have gotten back home. Is this one of those things where like it was all a dream? And you can feel uh, the feet of your childhood cat just kind of like making biscuits um, on your belly. Wait, no, 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 no. Hold, hold it, it, hold yeah. it, hold it, hold it, hold it. Okay, so I have a childhood cat. Is the childhood cat technically still alive or is this like in the past and this cat is dead? Because if the cat is dead and I'm experiencing the cat again after I know that it's passed away, I'm going to be really upset when I wake up and I'm going to be like, oh, my God. No, no. This was this was childhood cat. Maybe like that you that you got when you were like a middle school kind of age range. And like the cat was like a kitten in this. So it's still alive. It's still alive. It's definitely still alive. It's just back back home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. I wouldn't do that to you. I wouldn't send that type of grief your way. Um, but you can you can feel it just kind of like kneading on your belly, uh, and uh, and uh, yeah, you just just feel that just kind of like kneading on your belly um, as you lay in bed in the morning. And as you lay there uh, with this this feeling of these these hard paws kneading into your belly. No, they wouldn't be hard though. They'd um, be like little soft jelly beans. You he- little beanie beans. You hear the uh, you see the you you your eyes peek open and you look and you see the cat and it looks at you and it says I have a riddle for you. Hello. And I slapped the giraffe off me. <laughs> you uh, slapped the giraffe. Um, the uh, Tucker's familiar, um, Jer, uh, goes tumbling off as you, you wake up violently. Uh, and then you see it just sort of like shimmer and reform and is now just sitting as this like one foot tall giraffe in the middle of the room uh, next to you. Uh, in the the middle of the small uh, bunk. Okay, oh, so yep. Sam would be mad about yes. this, but I feel like Leslie would not <laughs> be. So I have to channel my like, I don't even know. I was gonna say like my nicer part, but I I, I don't think that that. Uh, yeah. Um. No. Never mind. Wait. Ah. Okay. Restart. Did 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 you slap? You slapped him. You slapped him off onto the ground. It was it was a uh, it, it woke him up. Uh, what are you gonna do? Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to shove you. I got so scared for a second. I didn't know where I was. I thought I was at home in my childhood bed, and then suddenly there is this giraffe on me. Sorry, I, I'm sorry. That's perfectly fine. Uh, Are you hurt? Are you okay? Do you need anything? No, I... Uh, no, of course. I am I am perfectly fine. That is not why I am here. I am not here to seek aid from you. I am here because you, madam, have not done This is this was his voice last time, right? I don't know. You're asking the wrong okay. person about whether or not voices are the same voices. Uh, um 
you, madam, uh, were able to enter our domicile without having paid the requisite toll. Uh, y- you want money? Sorry, I'm confused. No, I I require that anyone. Oh, you who's... want me to cook breakfast or something? Is no, I'm uh, very good at making eggs. I make the best <laughs> eggs. I would be happy, more than happy, uh, to cook for everybody. I, Just point me to where the kitchen is and where you keep no, all see, your stuff. And no, oh my gosh, no, I uh, need to make it with no, some good no, spices. Uh, I hope you have a very uh, healthy uh, spice cabinet. Uh, he he has been trying to get like a worded edgewise through all of that, and you just like keep keep interrupting him. Yeah, and, and Leslie, I get off the. Bed and I like put on my slippers and I'm like putting my hair up. <laughs> no, um, see, no, the thing is, like, riddles, riddles, I need, I need you to answer one of my riddles if you're going to stay in a place of my uh, allowing. Oh, yes. I get it now. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You get it, you understand you're the situation. You're one of those, like, intellectual like bodyguardy type I people suppose. and you need to like have like a password to get in I, I, I didn't get any password in the mail from from no, professor no, tucker see, it's though not, so no. i don't know what the proper no key i thought that you got be. it but you didn't get it no <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, like, I am going to ask you something, and then you have to solve it, and that proves that you are worthy of staying in a place that I am, where I am offering you hospitality, correct? You understand? You see? Does this make sense? Uh, um, I guess, go ahead and ask your question. All right. Only one color. He, he, he sort of pulls himself up to his full his full height, uh, shoulders, haunches back, and head kind of lifts up uh, like he has, he's looking his nose up at you. Only one color, but not one size, stuck at the bottom, yet I easily fly. Present in sun, but not in rain. Doing no harm and feeling no pain. What am I? Okay, strange little tiny four-legged dog. Um, I, okay, I well, technically what I am me, is not part of the ritual, so fine. <laughs> hmm. Can you repeat that? Yes, um, only one color. That's important. But not... I mean, I figure every part of it will be yes. important because unless this is one of those trick question riddles, you have to tell uh, me if it's a trick all, question all riddles riddle are because kind that's entrapment. Okay. Um, only one color, but not one size, stuck at the bottom, yet I easily fly. Present in sun, but not in rain, doing no harm and feeling no pain. What am I? Mm, okay, Ty, now I gotta, now I gotta think. Do you want me to uh, send you the text of this? No, I just might make you repeat it a bunch of times. Um, okay, only one color, but can come in many different sizes. So it's, it's, I'm assuming it is, it is like a, a, a noun. Uh, that is a correct assumption, yes. Okay, um, stuck at the bottom. What was the other piece after stuck at the bottom? Yet I easily fly. Easily fly. During all of this, uh, roll me a roll me a perception check. No, I want to get the riddle first. I, I I know. Well, okay, fine. You are focused. I feel like Leslie would be really focused fair, on the riddle fair, now. Fair. I don't think that Leslie would be thinking or perceiving totally, anything. Totally, totally to fair. Thank you for being honest. Okay, so 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 okay, so it's stuck at the bottom but it can easily fly. It's only present in sun, but not in the rain. Do birds like it when it rains? I mean, I feel like birds are still around even when it rains. They don't just disappear because it rains. Uh, as you say that, uh, Jer looks over at Feather, who's just kind of sitting in a corner, uh, when you mention bird, um, and Feather is just kind of like sitting there completely like asleep and all fluffed up. Uh, you know that sort of look that the chickens get when they're roosting? Mm-hmm. Wait, no. But I'm not talking to... to um, this is Sam talking, oh, not, okay. not Leslie talking. I'm, I'm trying to think. Because I feel like Leslie would 
get this faster than Sam would. <laughs> One thing I'm going to give as a note to you is if you would like a hint or something, then you can no. always run, roll a, uh, a intelligence check or something like that. No. Okay. You should have seen this coming, Ty. Just saying. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. No, I, I, yeah, I'm totally on board. Yeah, because in real life, if you get a riddle, you can't just like roll a dice and then get a hint. Mm-hmm. Stuck at the bottom, but only can fly? Easily fly. Do you think I'm not going to get it without a hint? Um, I, I will tell you that uh, I, I think stuck at the bottom, yet I easily fly is probably the most confusing part of the, the riddle. So if you focus on some of the other parts, then you'll probably be better off. Only one color that comes in many sizes. <sighs> I feel like there's lots of things that come in only one color, but then many sizes. Like a white t-shirt comes in only one color, but you can get <laughs> lots of sizes of a t-shirt. I'll give you this hint. It is not a white t-shirt. Nope. Present in sun, but not when it rains. Okay, now I'm thinking of like clouds. They kind of come in just one color, but there's lots of sizes. You get them when it's sun, when it's sunny, but when it rains, technically you still have clouds and it rains though. Doing no harm and feeling no pain. So it can't really, it can't be an animal because most animals feel pain. Doing no harm. So it does no harm that it must not do much because most things that do anything cause harm. I can see uh, the gears turning. Shush, 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 shush. <laughs> It's not an animal. It doesn't really have that much of a purpose. I'm assuming it's not man-made, because if it's man-made, it would probably do harm. People suck. So I'm looking for some other thing that occurs naturally, but is not alive. The easily fly and the stuck at the bottom thing. I don't know why I keep thinking of rocks. (laughs) I feel like when you when this clicks for you, you are either going to be mad at it or you are going to be like, oh, like you're 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 going to either be really happy or really mad. What is something that is present in the sun, but not in the rain? Think about what. No, I don't want to give you a hint unless you want a hint. Is it What about shadows? Shadows are present in the sun. But not in the rain. I can see something one clicking. Color. <laughs> okay, I go with shadow. Oh, final answer. Why not? Oh, lovely. And with that, um, Jer like sort of does a little trot in a circle and just looks so pleased. Wonderful. Oh, I can finally accept your presence here. Thank you for joining us in our humble abode. And he does that thing where he, like, drops one of his legs and, like... Yeah, that thing from the opening of The Lion King, where the giraffes, like, bow. Did giraffes Uh, actually do that? I assume no. But but at the same time, maybe? I mean, I know know that they don't do that, but could they physically do it? Could they do that? I, I would say, I would guess that anatomically, maybe skeletally they could, but whether their like musculature would allow them to do that, I don't know. Who the fuck knows? It, maybe it's one of those things where it'd be like really, really difficult if they tried to do it. Um, but at any rate, uh, he does that and then he, he raises up. Then you, you hear a crash from uh, another room and Jer uh, raises set up, looks at you and says, hello, uh, have, a, have a lovely day and then, like, becomes ephemeral again and shimmers out of the room. Well, that was weird. I guess I might as well just go make them eggs now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, you... Is, um, is Tucker in the room? Tucker, you look around the room and you see the sort of bedroll. Um, did, you, did you sleep on the ground or did you sleep on the bed? I forget. I don't, I don't know, whichever one I did. Whichever I one you did. probably would have slept on the ground to be nice. And let Tucker on the bed. Uh, you you look at the bed, and um, Tucker is not there. Tucker is not there. The That space is just empty right now. Okay, so I think I'm not going to think anything of it and just, like, walk down the stairs to the kitchen. Uh, so there are no stairs going down, but as you exit the bedroom, you're in that very narrow hallway that... So you may recall there is a small stone building at the foot of the lighthouse 
And that building had a sort of like opening foyer, um, which is where Jer first greeted you. And then that led in back into a hallway that had uh, that had a couple of bedrooms on the side, um, which is one of one of the ones which you're in, and as well as a storeroom that had a small oven. And then it led all the way back to the tower itself. Uh, so if you wanted to make eggs or breakfast or anything, you could go into that storeroom, and um, there's a little potbelly stove that you could uh, you could use if you wanted. Okay, that's what I do. Okay, um, roll me a little. Uh, I don't know what, what would this be like a little performance, a survival, a survival check to see how good a, a good of a job you do scrounging up uh, food from from this place. You have advantage. May, see how good of a job you make, do making breakfast with all the seasonings and and eggs and whatever that are available to you. Okay. That is a 12. Yeah, you do a you do a perfectly serviceable job. Um you make some nice eggs. Uh you get one you find one thing to put as the side. What what is that? What do you what do you get? Well, because everyone knows sometimes the sides are the best part of a meal. Uh-huh. Potatoes. Potatoes. You get skillet skillet potatoes skillet because potatoes. I can put it in the skillet and I can like try it. Up. <laughs> That's, with that's some onions. Oh, onions. You do you do a pretty good job um, of uh, putting all this together. There, there's unfortunately no seasonings for you to use. None that you feel confident in how they would how well they would cook. There's got to be some salt and pepper. Though. Eh, there's some salt and pepper, but like, eh, okay. Um, there's some salt. There's some some rock salt, but there's not uh, not any pepper. Leslie would have just tried something in the closet. Okay. I just grab a spice, throw it in yeah. there. We'll see how it goes. Could be bad. But. So uh, anyway, you you get, end up getting um, this cast iron skillet um, full of potatoes, and you also get you get a big serving bowl of um, of eggs, and then maybe three bowls, uh, one for the each of the the three of you. Does Jer eat eggs uh, and potatoes? You don't know. Because he talks. Yeah, he talks. So he's not like a normal giraffe. No, he, he does not. Uh... I will set four. Okay, bowls. just in case. Just in case. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fair. Um, yeah, so uh, now uh, you are you find yourself um, in this, this space. So presumably everybody is either in the lighthouse itself or maybe outside. But you know they're not in the bedroom. You know they're not in the storeroom. And I assume you're not going to barge into... Professor Tucker's bedroom. So there's only two places that they could be. Yeah, I guess I'll go look for them. Uh, do you go outside? Do you go into the lighthouse? Into the lighthouse. Okay. You head into uh, down the hall to a, and the hall ends against a stone wall that is clearly older. It's hard to tell exactly how much older, but it's clearly older than the. Um, the stone building that you are in currently, like this was built on as an attachment to the lighthouse. And uh, as you you open up the door into this space, you step into this this big open tower uh, of the lighthouse. Um, the ground level of the tower is covered with cushions. They are big, soft, and fluffy. Uh, there is barely room to walk in, uh, but there's a path um, that does cut from the door that you were entering through to a small writing desk. And there's also a space cleared uh, around a structure of just intensely glowing metal. The walls around you in this room are stone, clearly, but they are painted with some sort of material uh, that's made them very easy to write on. So there's countless figures drawn out, um, notes, scribbles, shapes, dates, etc., the lighthouse has a metal staircase in the center, a spiral that just goes up and up and up. There's no um, visible supports on it um, other than just the stairs and the railway itself. And on the opposite side of the room of from you, uh, you see Professor Tucker. He is... <laughs> uh, he... Looks like he was trying to scratch something onto um, the chalkboard earlier. Uh, there's there's a bunch of these complex symbols that are, are just out there. But on the ground around him are just dozens of these fractured blue bottles. And you see Tucker standing nearby, um, just sort of like crushing one of them uh, into the ground with uh, with her boot. 
as as Tucker is doing that, uh, I'll refer to Tucker as Tucker, and I'll refer to Professor Tucker as a uh, professor, as a professor, or Doctor Tucker, or, or or the doctor, the doctor, the doctor. Uh, the professor um, is. Uh, as you walk in, um, he is adjusting his tweed coat and his colored spectacles and, like, looking at, at Tucker. Um, hey, uh, could you maybe not do that? I, I've got, uh, I've been working on this for a while, and I'd really appreciate if you didn't... Oh, jeez. Okay, um, okay. Oh, hey, uh, Leslie, um, maybe you could get your friend, uh, some entertainment or something? I don't know, uh... He, he looks very clearly flustered. Sure thing. I actually just made some breakfast, some eggs, and some, some skillet potatoes. I set four place settings if you guys want any. Tucker walks over um, and gives you a very quick nod and just takes the whole skillet and like goes and plops onto a pile of cushions uh, over in w- one side as far away from that, that metal, gl- that glowing metal space as possible. Uh, and just starts eating the potatoes. So, Professor Tucker, what are these things? And I point to the blue stuff that um, Tucker was uh, smashing. Oh, um, yeah, so uh, so I was doing some uh, research for the peak. Basically, um, these things uh, sort of design... Uh, this is a little... I don't know if this is too over your head. Uh, do you have any... Try me. Okay, um, so so basically... And he starts he starts going into, like describing the actual mechanics of the magic. Like, you do this, uh, this thing does does whatever, blah, 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 blah. And Leslie just nods her head, follow, and Leslie's following, like, 70% of it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, that's that's basically, he's, yeah. It, it, he is very clearly laying down some, like, complicated stuff, but you are following it, like, you can kind of feel like he is dumbing it down, but in a way that, like, you're like, I don't really need you to dumb it down that much. Like, you are following it much better than he thinks you are. Mm-hmm. But uh, he points out, like, various symbols that are, like, scratched into the the blue and uh, basically relates. I get really excited because I like the symbol stuff. Yeah. So he's basically describing to you how these bottles are used to contain spirits or magical forces. They're basically wards, basically. Like, abjuration kind of stuff. Yeah, so, uh... Ty, I have a question. Yeah. When you were re-listening to the earlier episodes, do you remember what my thing was I said to open up my notebook? I don't think you had settled on something. What did I... What had I said before? Um... You had said, like, I'm, I solemnly swear I'm up to no good. And then you were like, that doesn't work because that's the Harry Potter thing. And so then you you propose like, I solemnly swear that I'm up to spread joy and happiness to everyone I meet. And I think that was the closest that you actually came to like coming up with something. Uh, but I don't think that actually, I, I, I don't know if that actually was during a, during a part that was part of the show. I think that might've just been us uh, chatting. Okay, well I pull out my notebook. <laughs> okay. And I whisper to it whatever my saying is. Whatever your saying is. And I open it and I take notes. Okay. Um, so as you're you're taking notes, uh, uh, Professor Tucker like notices that you're like scr- um, scratching things, and, and he's like, "Well, uh, you wait. Are you following what I'm laying down for you right now?" A little bit. It reminds me of, and then I say all this other stuff related to some other magic from some other part of the world that I know of that's like kind of familiar and then I show him some of my sketches which are different but they are like serving a similar purpose. Yeah it's kind of it's kind of in the vein of uh, if if two different parts of the real world came up with geometry at the same time and were described like had different symbols but they all like meant the same thing that's basically what's going on here. Yeah Um, or like or just like like algebra but instead of using like x's and y's maybe use some other Variable. I, uh, wow, um, this is impressive stuff. Uh, you never, you've never, like, trained with an Aerithmancer, have you? No, I've just been trying to read as much as I can, just pick up the books, learn from people. I really find that if you just really just stop for a moment and just breathe in the fresh air, you can pick up and learn a lot. Well, I mean, that's, uh, that's not that far off of, uh, that's kind of a, a, a kind of a, a live 
view of magic. I, I take more of the learned view of magic, but it seems like you've somehow managed to, to like land on the same sort of stuff that I'm laying down. That's amazing. Um, I don't know how you do this, but yeah. Uh, he's just, he, he seems, he seems impressed with, uh, with like what you've like sketched out and he's like sort of circling over, um, to look over your shoulder at this, um, the journal and like at, at the things that you've been scribbling down. As he's doing that, I kind of look over at that spot that you said that's kind of like glowing weirdly. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Professor, what's that over there? Oh, that's uh, just my radiator. <laughs> just keeps the place nice and toasty. Uh, I, I see you got those things like scribbled on it. Makes it makes the metal get really hot and keeps the place nice and warm. Interesting. See, I did something like this once. Unnatural. <laughs> I did something like this once when it was okay. So I get cold very easily. Yeah. And so it was one winter. It was the coldest winter in my village. And I was just so, so, so cold. And so I found some rocks, some really nice, good flat rocks. And I scratched some stuff on them and they got nice and toasty. And I just kept them in my mittens and I was quite warm. Wow. This is, that's really impressive. I mean, you're just coming up with this stuff all like all on your own. I don't understand. Wow. Well, it just makes sense. Once you add, and I pull over to a certain page, and I'm like, once you understand this concept, and then you understand this concept, and then obviously, two and two together, you gotta go down this road, and then suddenly, boom, boom, bada bing, you got it. Wow. Um, I would like you to, to do something here. I, I think that you you two are going to like chat for a little bit, just trading notes on uh, what you, on like how you have, t- have approached magic. Mm-hmm. And... I want you to roll me a uh, arcana check, I guess. Yeah, roll me an arcana check right now. You're looking for like over, say, uh, 12 or 14. 12. You're looking for over a 12. Beat a 12. Okay, do I get advantage or no? Um, I'm, I'm going to say no. Boo. Ha-ha! It's a non-natural 20. Whoa, nice. Yeah, so um, you guys chat for the next, like, the, the, the minutes, like, melt by into hours. And after, after maybe two hours, like, deep into the morning, basically. Um, Has Tucker, like, fallen asleep on the cushions? Tucker is totally, like, passed out uh, and is just, <laughs> like, fallen asleep. And has also, like, as you guys have been chatting, like, moved over towards the radiator and is now like just kind of like curled up next to it and is just like letting the heat like wave over them but um you guys you and the professor chat for however long um for a couple hours and he eventually starts uh showing you kind of how how like the arithmancers of mount renna um the dwarven arithmancers like treat the same form of magic that you do, and he teaches you the cantrip minor arithmancy, uh, which you can add to your spell list. Cool. What does it do? I will send you a list of things it does. So it's it's kind of a um, so it is a homebrew uh, rule, um, and I kind of made it uh, for for folks that are listening. Um, it's kind of in the vein of prestidigitation or druidcraft, where it's has fairly weak effects, but it has a bunch of different effects. So one moment. I've just sent you an image uh, of all the stuff. So it, it has a lot to do with like material stuff, um, but the sort of things it can do include like determining what an object is made of, determining like information about when an object was handled, um, finding things, generating a heatless light, that sort of stuff. Cool. All right, I'm feeling like it's time for a tea break. Ah, okay. What? Um, so what? Uh, what is your plan now? Uh, I mean, I've got I I I've got all my books uh, prepared for you. It's gonna take me maybe like another day or so to to get everything ready for you to to, to head out. Is there anything that you guys you still want to do while you're in town? Oh, there's a few things, and please take your time. Oh, there all is right. actually something <clears throat> that I was planning on doing today. Well, yeah, really. Two things I was planning on doing today. I had a Mount Renna fog the other day at that tea shop. Yeah. Oh, so good. I was thinking I'd take Tucker over there, get her one as well. Uh-huh. I think she might enjoy it. Okay. And then when I was going to this. He looks a little worried when you say that, <laughs> but continue. And then when I was over at that sand and stone, so cool, by the way. 
Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, my goodness. I wish... Well, some of the oldest magic that, that's around. That's what I heard. Oh, if only I could just go there for like an hour to study it, but I only have five minutes. Anyway. Oh, yeah. They don't let you get very close to it. I've tried. I've tried to do things with it. They don't like you. <sighs> so unfair. You're just keeping all that magic for themselves. If they just let us study it, we could maybe replicate it and then just think of how right? amazing everything could be if we could just give this technology to everybody. It's, it's crazy. I mean, there's no, there's, we have no way to send mat, to send messages over long distances except for these things. It's, it's like if we could figure out how to replicate this, make it happen in other situations, like it would be, it would be phenomenal. I know, and then people would be able to be more free as far as their movements because they could, they wouldn't have to worry about how long they'd be away from home. They could contact exactly. people. I could call my mother right now and tell her all the amazing people I've met since I've been here, which. Reminds me, yeah. when I was over by that sending stone, I met uh -huh. a nice man oh, named really? Durham. Oh, have you heard of him? Oh, um, yeah. Uh, I don't know if I would call him an. Okay. Uh, okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could call him a nice man. I suppose. Um. Yeah. I know Durham. Uh, there were some books that he wanted me really? to, to give to him. And, you know, as a librarian, I feel like if someone asks yeah. for a book to borrow out of the goodness of their heart because they want to learn, I feel like it is my duty to I help mean, them out. I suppose. Um, yeah, that sounds correct. I can't. It's hard for me to because argue. Because who are we to be the gatekeepers of knowledge? I wouldn't want to. should not be the gatekeepers I mean, of knowledge. I that should be for everyone. I mean, I suppose that would be. I would be a terrible person if I was to fight that, argue against that. I suppose. Yeah, so I was thinking I'd give him some books. Ah, uh, where where are you getting these books? I was wondering I could borrow some of yours. Ah, uh, really? Um, uh, why? Uh, why didn't Durham come ask me for the books? Well, I think he just saw it was convenient. He was waiting in line for the Sending Stone. I was waiting in line for okay. the Sending Stone. Um, are, are, okay, do you think you're going to add anything to this uh, this argument, or do you want to roll me a charisma check? Probably charisma check, because I don't think I have anything else to add to it. All right, do do a, um, a what is, what's the word? Uh, persuasion. Persuasion. I only add one to this, so. Haha, <laughs> -ha, 19. 19. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I, I guess I can't really argue against, against that. Uh, <laughs> Sam is dancing right now on the camera. Um, well, I guess I can't really argue against that. Uh, my, my library is over, over there and he, he gestures to some trunks that are like covered with books and, and stuff like that. Uh, or no, no, no. Um, I guess I, I didn't really think about where his where the books that he was preparing for you are. There's there's a corner of the room where there's a bunch of books that are like piled up, and those are the books that. Do you use the Dewey Decimal System? Uh, no, uh, I use. You the... really shouldn't. You really should. <laughs> okay. Um, I can help you set it up if you like when I get back later today. Okay. Um. Well. Uh. You can look through those, and uh, I suppose you can you can check out the my my stuff in my room if if uh, if you don't see find what you need in there. But uh, just let me know if it's if it's something from uh, from my collection. Let me know so that I can make sure to get it back from him later. Of course. Okay. Cool. Do you remember what the books were, by the way, Ty? Um, I don't know if I said their name. I'll, I'll look it up real quick. I think see you if I did. Said their name. Or you said what area? Um, I, I don't. I don't. I think that I, I must have said like the title or maybe who wrote it or something like that. But there were three books, um, and you remember that they were. Uh, that that he had he had specified what they were what their names were if he if he said uh, what they were about it slipped your mind had something to do with magic some sort of magical books listen you could have taken notes well okay let's say Leslie does remember because I feel like she would we just don't you re you remember the you definitely remember the titles of them or the the names of the people that wrote them one okay, or the other that's fair um, so you can you can definitely find the books you may not remember what they're about is okay. what I'm saying if right. if he told you you don't remember. Okay, let's say I've got my books, I've got my chicken, I've got my bike. Okay. Well, actually, no, I shouldn't take the bike because Tucker doesn't have a bike. Oh, that's true. Damn, I wanted to use a flying bike. <laughs> yep. Okay, fine. I just got the books, I got the chicken, and I got Tucker, and we're going to go to the tea shop. 
Uh, okay, you guys have a good time. Professor, the professor looks like a little concerned about you taking Tucker, but isn't going to stop you. He's, you kind of get the impression that he doesn't want to have to take, doesn't have to watch over her because, he, because she slaughtered his goat yesterday um, and also like was crushing some bottles. Trivia Quest, a special sponsored segment brought to you by Flying Crow Coffee. Flying Crow Coffee, super fresh coffees, roasted in <sighs> tiny patches. Today we are joined by our old friend, Eli. Say hello, Eli. I am not that old. <laughs> you are 53 years old. Are you ready for your question, Eli? Yeah, I'm feeling it, Ty. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Feeling great. Let's do this. Great. What number did I just roll? Do you need a hint, Eli? Is it higher or lower than 10? It was higher than 10. 17. Is that your final answer? It's fine. Final answer. Ah, oh, that was 11, Eli. Damn it. That was 11. Ah. <laughs> Damn. Oh, I mean, dingle. Dang. Dang. Ding. Dang. Ding. 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 Mm. Gosh. Hey, hey, Flying Crow, do you mind if we curse? I probably should have asked you that ahead of all of this. Anyway. I fucking hope so. Let's fucking hope so. <laughs> well, that was fun. Thanks again to Flying Crow Coffee. Make sure to use the discount code SCQ10 at checkout to let them know we sent you and to get 10% off a single order or off your first subscription order. Find them at flyingcrowcoffee.com. Back to the show. So as we're walking back down to like the town and the tea shop, I'm just telling Tucker all of these stories. First, I'm telling her about my travels to Mentrana. I told her all about how I met Feather. And I'm ta- now I'm like gotten so off topic. I'm talking about like, you know, all sorts of random stuff about my life and um, a lot about the city of uh, on the circle. Um, what is uh, how far is that? from here. How far is it, Ty? Uh, like a few few weeks travel. It's a few weeks travel. <laughs> um, so, uh, you remember your time there? Yes. I just came from there. Is that normal for you to remember that far back? Yeah, I have a pretty good memory. My mama always said I had the best memory, like an elephant. Uh, she nods at that um, and is just walking alongside you. Uh, I pause and I'm like, wait, Tucker, do you not remember a few weeks back? She stops uh, a few steps ahead of you and then turns and looks at you and says, I don't even remember. I have turned this into like a pirate voice. I don't even remember my name. I guess that makes sense since you took Professor Tucker's name. It's a good name. It is. No, it is. It's a good name. I agree. You made, you did a good choice. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Today, after we get some tea and I drop off these books to Durham, if you'd like, we can try to retrace your your steps and see see where you came from, and and maybe we can find out a little bit about what happened to you. Hmm. I would appreciate that. I would like to know where my city is as well, mm-hmm. even if it is a few weeks away. Uh, and you guys continue walking uh, to the uh, to the walls of uh, Mount Rena. Yeah. 
as you you approach uh, the city again, you can you can feel like the bite of the wind um, of these mountains, you know, ripping into you. Tucker seems not terribly phased, um, possibly because they had come in basically through a blizzard uh, the other day, and so this seems like relatively light to them. But uh, you uh, you can feel also that that just ripping into you, and, and you're very glad that you have your traveling cloak. I um, am thinking about the conversation I had with the professor, and I find I do two things. Yes. So I have, so Feather, I'm assuming Feather has like a little cloak on. Yep. Because um, Feather's on my shoulder. Wait, I just said yep to that. Like, of course, of course, the chicken has a cloak. Okay, I guess I yes ended that into existence. You made it. Wait, wait. Can I? Can I? Can I propose something? Yes. You you took a pillow cover from one of the cushions <laughs> in the the lighthouse. Leslie would do that. Yeah. Okay. So I yeah. take Feather's cushion. It's got a little tassel on the top of the head. Perfect. I take oh, the little so pillow. Cute. And I, I have my pen, and I, and I write the symbols, the, the symbols to warm up the cloak, so uh-huh. that way it gets a little toasty. It's not hot. It's not. It's just yeah. like a little, little like, oof, just like a little. Mm. And I put it on feather, so feather can be a little toasty. And then I do the same thing on a rock, and I put it in my mittens. Uh, I want you to roll me a quick arcana check. Um, to see if you can do this. I will say that this is a that you. The reason you can do this is because. You've done it before. And we just talked about it. And also, it's it, it, it can be a variation of the minor arithmancy that you just learned. So that's why it's possible, but I'm still going to make you roll for it to see if you're able to do it. Okay, um, and it's an arcana check? Yeah, it's it's like a, a, you're looking for a 10. Like, very easy. Hmm. Oh, what'd you get? I got a nine. I will let you have succeeded in doing one of those. Okay, two for feather then. Okay, you do it Let's for feather. Let's say it was harder because it was a rock. Yeah, you you do it with feather and and it it works pretty pretty seamlessly. But for some reason the rock you just can't get. Uh, maybe you can't get the symbols like scratched in well enough, and you see them like glow and then just kind of. Yeah, because I'm using a pen. Yeah, does doesn't quite clip in very well. Okay, I toss the rock. Okay. But you, you guys get up to the city, and uh, feathers, feathers like sitting on your, um, on your shoulder, and is like nice, fluffed up, uh, and is very comfy. Tucker is walking beside you, and as you you approach the um, the wall, uh, the doors, the gates uh, of the uh, of the city walls are um, wide open, uh, just allowing people to uh, meander in and out. Roll me a perception check as you come in. Eight. Eight. Okay, you don't really notice anything as you walk into town, but you're walking into town with uh, with Tucker, and you're walking down the street. And Feather. And Feather. Uh, and you pass by some pe- a couple of people here or there walking with this uh, with this this woman. Um, and uh, you, what, what do you do? I go to the tea shop. All right, you um, go into the tea shop, order a, a Renafog. Two Renafogs. Two Renafogs. Uh, I, Does Feather want anything? Uh, Feather doesn't want anything. Feather's good. Okay. So, uh, roll me, roll me an insight check as you sit down and, and sip your fog. Fourteen. Fourteen. Looking around the room, there, there's not a lot of people in the tea shop with you right now, but you can tell that, like, all eyes are on you two. Uh, people look conf- People look thrown by your presence. Um, everybody else in here uh, is clearly like dwarven, and the the seeing like a human and an orc together, you can tell that they're like surprised. Like, well, they need to get out more. Yeah, they're not like aggressive or anything. Um, they are just like you can see them very, very like conspicuously staring. Uh, more so at 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 a. I think Leslie would choose to ignore, ignore this. Yeah. I think I would be a bit more pissed that oh, people totally. are being so rude. Yeah. And they don't have, you know, like, I don't know. I'd be, I don't know. Anyway, Leslie's there's definitely There's definitely a couple of people who are staring in like a, this is an uncomfortably, an, an uncomfortable amount of staring. Um, but you choose to ignore it. Uh, and you guys uh, pay your, pay your, little tab and uh, head out on your way. 
How'd you like your your drink, Tucker? I... It was very sweet. Good, I suppose. Thank you. I love these things so much. It's my favorite way to drink my tea. If I got some some hot milk in that, some a little bit, some lavender. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Very good. I I enjoyed it. Good. I'm glad. Um. So before we go and look uh in the woods by where where I found you last night, I just have to drop off these here books and I like shake my little bag mm-hmm. uh to to Durham. Um. And I think I think he's this way. He said. Would he be at the lodge, Ty? Uh, he would be at the lodge. You, you, he, that's where he told you he would be. Yeah. Okay, so that's where we go. Okay. As you are walking um, into I'm the... I'm, like, chatting incessantly, just like... Huh. Uh, as, you, as you are walking, um, you, you guys go to that sort of center half circle where that sculpture of the tree, the cast iron tree with the... Um, stained glass leaves is. As we go, I like also point out stuff to Tucker that I had like read about Mount Renna mm-hmm. because you know Leslie read the entire like Mount Renna like tourist brochure backwards and yeah. forwards. So I don't know any like probably maybe really intense like super secret stuff, but like all the touristy <laughs> shit I know. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, roll me another perception check, I think, because as you're you're pointing things out. Making me roll a lot. I, hey, uh, you, you, I, it, it, when I was editing one of your last episodes, you called me out for not having you roll, so I'm like, let's make you roll. Fifteen. Fifteen. So you, uh, notice a couple of things. One, you notice that there are far fewer people out and about today. There, there are around, but they, there are less of them. The other thing is... Uh, I notice a dragonborn fall. Yes. As you guys are, are walking into the tunnel, you notice a tall figure setting up shop um, to juggle in that circle. I knew it. They, are, they don't appear to be following you at this point. They appear to have, have followed you up to this point and are now setting up shop. Do I recognize them? Oh, yeah. You recognize it as the, the same... You. N- Assuming Leslie is at least as cognizant of this character as you are, uh, well, no, because I'm. I and they introduced themselves yeah, as not. Yeah, last yeah, yeah. Time I saw them. Uh, you would you would recognize them, but they you don't notice them until you are like getting ready to go into the tunnel, and you are turning around to point something out to uh, Tucker, and you see this dragonborn um, setting up shop uh, in the circle. I. I make a mental note, but I don't want to tell Tucker because I don't want to alarm him. Yes. Do you make eye contact or anything like that? Do, do, do you alert in any way not to the fact that you know not is there? No, not yet, because I think Leslie's a little freaked out. Because, okay, so think about this from, like, Leslie's perspective for a second here. She's a very trusting person. Totally. Who likes to see the best in people. She had a pretty big scare the night before. Yeah. And, like, I think she tries to affirm her her view of the world that people are truly good yes. by, like, trying to get to know people. Like, she's doing with Tucker right now. And I think that brings her comfort to be like, okay, this person seemed scary the night before, but they were only scary because I just, I didn't know them and I didn't know their story. And now I know that this poor person has like lost their memory and is like stuck in a strange world. And like, okay, I can have like a lot of empathy for them. Yeah. But then at the same time, I think Leslie is not totally stupid that she isn't aware that like there are creepy people. And I think that like not has effectively like raised her hackles in such a way. And I feel like they're also difficult enough to place in the sense that they're very con artisty vibes. So I think Leslie is kind of like a little freaked. And I, I believe I believe he did say that he was trying to protect Hosalda's investment or something along those lines. What is that making you think? It's it's the whole thing is making me uncomfortable. Okay. I think it's like enough that Leslie would rather not think yeah. about it. Because like she's also like Hosalda has made her dreams come true. Oh yeah, totally. You don't want to. You don't want to admit to yourself that the person making your dreams come true might have some sort of ulterior motives, because then that means your dreams aren't going to come true. Right. Exactly. That's the whole point of a con man. Right. So I, I think that Leslie is just all around really freaked out by this person and doesn't 
totally want to engage with the idea of them. So I think that's why totally. she's not going to acknowledge them. I think she's going to kind of just try to pretend that it's the same way that she like tried to pretend that like the people who were staring weren't really staring because, you know, she just doesn't want to deal with that. Yes. But at the same time, like she knows that this could be a problem. So I think it's just like, I'm not thinking about this right now. I have things I have to do, but I'm cataloging this for later. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so you uh, continue on into the tunnels. You guys ha- just leave the circle and into the tunnels. Mm-hmm. I believe I said in Lore's arc that the rightmost path led up to Derma Lodge. I'm not 100% sure on that, but uh, let's say that it was. Um, you guys go, <laughs> go in the rightmost tunnel, and it very... Secret tunnel! Secret tunnel! Secret tunnel! Uh, it, <laughs> it, 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 like kind of zigzags up um, and you can you can tell that it is taking you up the mountain uh, and then it, it exits out into a onto a cliff face and as it exits out you can feel like the wind has whipped up considerably just the difference from is feather the, okay feather is okay thanks to your little like cloak and the little magic that you had, had uh put on them but you can tell like as as you like step out I hold feather yeah oh yeah 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 and, and you can feel uh feel their um feathers have like fluffed up um and Tucker uh kind of like rolls in her shoulders and like kind of uh clutches her her arms as she's like just sort of like keeping herself warm as you guys make your way up the side of the mountain towards Derma Lodge Tucker, professor, the professor, had told you that this was a, a that this was going to be here, that this um, short walk was going to be here, um, and that it wasn't too long. So yeah, you make your way up, and as you round a, a bend going up the side of this mountain, you see out ahead of you, built into the cliff face, this massive structure that <laughs> you you think initially like, oh, these are stained glass windows, but it's really more like stained glass walls. Like the entire, the entire walls of this, this structure are just glass and are the, this beautiful mosaic. Um, I pause for a second just to marvel at it. Yeah. Yeah. And it it is, it is gorgeous and it makes you uh, almost forget the cold that is ripping at you right now. And in the center of what are uh, their images of in the state? What are the images of? Uh, it is a, a lot of it seems abstract, um, but as you you sort of like take a closer look, you can kind of get a vibe of like <sighs> of maybe like it, it's it's really abstract. It's hard to tell, but you can see forms. Like like humanoid forms, presumably dwarven, that appear to be moving forward, pushing maybe, or, or like fighting something, or maybe building something. It, it, it's hard. It's hard to like tell because it's super abstract. How old is it? How old is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, what would that be? I guess a roll me a history check. I feel like I would know this if I read it in my pamphlet. Yes, you're in your pamphlet. <laughs> Beautiful. You have you have given yourself a advantage. I'm not gonna say you gave yourself advantage. I'm gonna say that you gave yourself the opportunity to know this at all because I think that we established earlier that you didn't know a lot about this place, but you have been reading this book. Okay. Well, I got uh, 14. Anyway, you know that Mount Rena itself, like reading your your booklet, you know that Mount Rena is very, very old. It is basically as th- this city, Mount Rena the city, not Mount Rena the mountain. Obviously the mountain's very old. But Mount Rena the city stretches back as far as the loss uh, or the, the forgetting um, goes by different names. Uh, but it, it is... Whoa, 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 huh? whoa. What do you mean the loss or the forgetting? So... When did this come up? Whose arc? <laughs> uh, this has not come up in an arc before. <gasps> tell me more. Okay, tell you more. I, I will. I will play off of this, uh, continuing off of that fourteen and the idea, the fact that you were. If this would have piqued your interest, Sam, this definitely would have. At some point, this is this would have piqued uh, Leslie's interest. So the the loss or the forgetting is basically a period of time 
a moment in history where imagine imagine the real world right now imagine like the world we are as it is now mm-hmm. imagine if the collective memory of the world was erased but all of these structures all of the cities all of the technology was still there so w- imagine that like we don't know how we got here but we know that now we like Philadelphia still exists Atlanta still exists New York City still exists but like we're like where the fuck did these things come from I'm living in New York City where did New York City come from that is the loss that is the forgetting that is a moment in history where everything was just gone and Mount Rena reaches back to that moment in history does Cirque uh, Cirque also does yes Cirque, the city on the circle where you are from, also does. Although, uh, you would know that Cirque, um, a lot of Cirque has been built up in the last few hundred years. Uh, so more recently than the, than the loss. And Tucker does not remember anything. Tucker. No, Tucker does not. <laughs> You're eyeballing me. Uh, <laughs> give me a look. Um, yeah, that is, that is correct. I feel like I just stumbled onto something pretty yeah. big. Um, so uh, you were asking, like, how old this, this place was. You know that although, uh, out, although Mount Rena reaches back all the way to this, this moment in history, Derma Lodge d- is very, very old. But the lodge itself, the stained glass windows, uh, according to your guidebook, does not reach back quite that far. It, it was made in some somewhere like the first hundred years uh, after the loss. You don't know what to do with this. I, you just kind of just dropped this like bomb on me here, Ty. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my goodness. I don't even like I just asked you a simple little question and suddenly I'm getting a big whole heap of 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 factoids. Well, we're about an hour in. If you want to end here and then pick up going in. Okay, but can I have a little tiny little side episode to go on top of this episode of Feather doing something? <laughs> like what? <laughs> I mean, okay. So. Yeah. Rolling back. Okay. The episode. Okay, we're rolling back the episode. Okay. When I was in Professor Tucker's lighthouse, yes. and we were going over and we were geeking out over the magic. Yes. And Tucker was eating potatoes and then falling asleep by the radiator. Yes. What was Feather doing? Oh boy. Um. So Feather was uh meandering over. Um. What Feather was at first was just like kind of fluffed up on the ground next to you. Um, they were, uh, but then they they eventually like got up, and they were starting to shuffle around. And um, Jer popped up next to them. Is Jer gonna give Feather a riddle? Hello, my friend. Um, so does Jer recognize that Feather? I have Leslie has adopted Feather as her familiar. Is Jer aware of this? So, my friend, uh, here's the situation. And then the mute music goes in, and I feel like there's gonna be in Feather's mind. Let's get into Feather's mind. Okay, Feather's mind. mind. There's music in Feather's mind. It's kind of like that, like old school, like Disney jazz type music, uh-huh. just like the background jazzy type Disney music mm-hmm. that you have in like the older Disney movies. It's just like. Are you proposing sexual tension between Jer and, and Feather? What's happening here? No, I'm just okay. saying that Feather's mind yeah. is like a calm, cool, just like Disney happy, jazzy vibe. That feathers gets to live in all the time. Well, uh, kind of like Aristocats, like the jazzy, just smooth jazz Aristocats, just in feathers' mind. Uh, so, so Jer, you can see, uh, we can see through feathers' eyes, and we can see Jer looking directly, intently at Feather, and we can see Jer like 
talking to Feather, and we can hear like wah 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 <laughs> as Feather is just kind of like ta, 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 ta. <laughs> and we hear like Jer. <laughs> Then as the the camera focuses in, uh, Jer becomes fully in focus. What I'm saying is, um, you and I are not quite as different as we may seem, and if you need any pointers in the best way to serve your wizard, um, well, I'll be around for the rest of the day, however long you guys are here, so just feel free to consult with me, a true master of the trade. And uh, and I think uh, I think that's where we're gonna wrap things up today. Uh, well, thank you, Sam, for joining joining me today. Uh, and we'll give, I hope you listening had fun. Oh goodness! All right, guys. How about we go ahead and pitter patter on out of here? All right, let's stop. Thanks to the Joy Drops for the use of Not Drunk as our intro and outro music. Find them at thejoydrops.com. You can find us at sidecharacterquest.com, at SCQ Podcast on Twitter, or by email at sidecharacterquest at gmail.com. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Little Mama, let me whisper in your ear and tell you about the comedy podcast Unnatural 20s. Do we really want to limit ourselves to just saying we're only a comedy podcast? You're right. We have a lot to offer, like intellectual conversations. Well, did you guys know Australia once lost a war entirely to emus? Do you think emus frown upside down because they're in Australia? Like they're below the equator? Yeah, duh. Health and fitness. Pasta is great, but you usually have a lot of extras, but have no fear. Thigh-warmed pasta is here. Plop the bag of leftover pasta on your thighs and eat those puppies like popcorn. We have microwaves. I have thighs. You know what? Actually, we can never decide what we're going to talk about, and that's why we leave the fate of each episode up to the rolls of a D20. So download Unnatural 20s on your favorite podcast app and roll with us every Monday. This is just going to all just be bloop stuff. All right, let's do our little count off. Uh, one. Two. Three. Four. Five. Thirty. Okay, see, mm, look at you being <laughs> rude. All right. Wait, no, 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 let's do it for real. Okay, we're going to do it for real this time? Real professional-like? At the same okay. time. One. Yeah. No, at the same time. At the same time. Like, we're yes. going to do it together. We're both going to count one, two, three, four, five. Yes. Okay, we're ready. All right. One, one two, uh, two, three, three four, four, five, six, seven. That means that we're going to five. What? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that did not sound Is like it was together at all. Is this good enough for you? No, that was really bad. <laughs> Stuck at the bottom, you're tight. Jesus, that was loud. You're going to have to cut out a lot of my thinking. Okay. Oh, no, I do that all the time. All right. Not just with you, but with okay. everybody. Mostly with Mallory. What? Uh, I, just, I, I, just, I just wasn't expecting this to have, have ground things to a halt this quickly. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm assuming it's not even anything like a plant life, because I guess plants also feel pain. Which is to the chagrin of many vegetarians when they <laughs> find out that. Ba-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-
Did I not did I not say what they were did I not take notes on this? It was real dumb if that's the case. Wow. I know. I'm I'm like, what the fuck, Ty? You can't curse like that. Oh, I'm sorry. This is, this is a family friendly fantasy show. Family friendly. You can only say shit. Roll me a, a perception check as you come in. Eight. Eight. Okay. Uh, I want you next to um, take a break with me as we go to get some water and use the bathroom. <laughs> okay. I'll see which one of those I use. Ah, uh, that was fun. Yeah, Stop recording. Was-